Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Hey everybody, this is Bill Burr, and I'm just here to let you know that you're listening to the 200th episode of the Living Honest Podcast. I don't want to say too much, but yeah, it's a pretty fucking big deal. I don't want to get crazy, but here comes your host, Preston. What the hell? You pay me to come here, and you fucking interrupt me. Oh, Jesus. Ah, look at this, everybody. The asshole himself. Two, 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 two hundred. That's it. I'm out of here. Tell me doing one of these crazy things again. Ah, Billy. Come back, Billy. We got love for you. Ah, come back. Uh, I know that's a caricature of Bill Burr, but it's fun to do. I wish we could afford to get Bill Burr in here. You know, we deserve it because it's the 200th episode. Two, 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 two hundred. And that may or may not be the last time you hear that today. It's windy out here today in Los Angeles. It is the 200th episode. That is right, of the Living Artist Podcast. And, you know, it's that time of year. Thanksgiving's around the corner here in America. In America? In the United States of A. And, uh, you know, feeling grateful, feeling grateful for having 200 episodes. All right, one more time. Two, 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 two hundred. Ah, that's kind of fun. Yeah, 200 episodes of the Living Artist Podcast. And I just thought I would take some time, as you do, in these moments of gratitude of uh, Thanksgiving and the holidays to, uh, you know, think back and look back over the years and be grateful for what I'm doing. But also, I wanted to just kind of, in honor of the 200th episode, I wanted to just kind of go back and talk about a few things that I've learned over 200 episodes of the podcast, over 20 plus years in the art world, over eight plus years of being a successful full-time living artist, and after 600 and 10 painting sales. thought I would just share some of the things that I've learned over the years, some of the things that I find to be the most important. So strap on in. Strap on in, everybody, for the 200th episode. Two, 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 two hundred. That's it. All right, so 200 episodes. Oh, man, I almost can't believe it. It's, uh, Feels like just yesterday. It's weird. It feels like just yesterday that I started the podcast, but it also feels like a lifetime ago, if that makes sense. Because when I started this podcast, it was pre-pandemic. It was pre-pandy, 
and pre-injury slash chronic pain. So it feels like, man, three years, it's been a long time, three plus years, it's been a long time and it's also just flown by at the same time. So I just wanted to take today to say thank you, first of all, for listening to the podcast, for being with me through the years, through the episodes, sticking with me through all the guests, through all the rants, through all the mini episodes, and hopefully you've gotten something out of it. Hopefully there's been some nuggets of wisdom in there. Hopefully there's been some practices that you've been able to put into play, into your old playbook at home and in your art career. And yeah, I just wanted to kind of reflect a little bit and just think back to some of the things I've learned over the past, you know, what I already mentioned. This is just going to be off the cuff, but I I wanted to talk about some stuff that I've learned and that I find to be important over all this time and these all these painting sales and all the, you know, the decades in the art world, both online and offline, and, you know, the podcast and people I've talked to and galleries I've worked with and stuff like that. What is something, if I were to synthesize it down, what are a few things that really stand out as very important and best practices? That is a good question. And I think if I were to really, I'm not going to put these in order of importance, but they are all very important. But the first thing that comes to my mind is showing up every day. And you can call this consistency. I've talked about it being consistency, quality and consistency over time. But it's really just showing up. And showing up means like showing up for yourself, showing up for your art, showing up for what you believe in, showing up for your dreams, and showing up for your commitments. I can't stress that enough. And this can be with galleries. This can be with uh, your online presence. This can be with your online art marketplaces. This can be with you pounding the pavement. This can be with you trying to get your resume out there to galleries to take you on. You'll find that if you're not showing up every day, if you're not showing up for yourself, if you're not being consistent with those things, you know, you're basically just shooting your gun up in the air and hoping that it hits something. And, you know, it doesn't always, maybe that's not the best analogy, but anyway, you get the point. You have to have some targets that you're aiming for and you have to be understanding that there's a lot of other people shooting at the same targets and you have to keep doing it over time and you have to keep honing your skills, your aim. We're going to stick with this analogy. Uh, You have to be, you know, getting better at aiming. You have to get, you know, better with your skill over time, with practice, with effort, with showing up more and more, you're going to start hitting more targets. And that's going to be something that is going to add up over time. And if you just do it a couple times or you shoot your gun up in there, you know, yeah, you're going to be like, well, I tried, didn't hit anything. Yeah, of course you didn't hit anything because, you know, there's about a million other people going for the same target and trying over and over again. And some of them have more help. Some of them have more financing behind them. Some of them have more connections. So whatever spot you're at in your life and in your career, you just have to understand that you got to show up you got to show up for yourself. you got to believe in yourself. you got to have that unshakable belief that what you're doing, first of all, is of value. I don't know how many times I was like banging my head up against the wall and just saying, man, you know, this is not working. Like I was depressed for many years. I thought, man, I don't know if I'm getting to where I want. I was showing in galleries. I was like, you're selling my work here and there. But I was like, I just couldn't see it adding up to anything. But, you know, I believed in myself strongly enough. And I ended up burning the boats. So I really didn't have a way back. I'm not saying everybody should do that because it's not for everybody. But I just think it goes to show you and it underscores your belief that this is like the only path for you. And that's what I've done. 
And, you know, it made me force myself to think of creative ways to get my work out there and to make it happen. It's almost like when you set a standard for yourself, then your brain kind of fills in those gaps to meet that standard. So that's something that's very important. That's one, you know, I've got a lot of stuff about that. We're not going to, you know, go into too much detail because I want to highlight a few things. But that's the first thing I would talk about. Another one I would talk about is kind of pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. And this also kind of coincides with all the new trends and all the new technology that's coming out on the market. Um, You do have to push yourself. And it's kind of a balance. It's like a balancing act because basically what you want to do is you want to be up on trends. You want to be up on new advancements in technology, like, for example, NFTs, AI, uh, online art marketplaces, when those became a big thing, even when eBay hit the market for the first time. You want to be aware of these things that are happening and you want to try to be adaptive and you want to try to do these things, but you also don't want to be one of those people who just follows 100% a trend and just goes, now I'm doing this and now I'm doing this 100%, now I'm doing this because you're basically driving your car without a GPS. You know, you don't have a destination. You're just kind of going like, well, I'll turn on this street. Oh, now I'm going to turn on this street. Oh, you know what? This hill looks cool. Let's go down this hill. Uh, I think, you know, it's one of those things where you have to be aware that there's some paths out there and you have to try some of these. You have to adapt because like some of these things, for example, are here to stay. Like AI is going to end up being very good and very bad for a lot of people. And I think it's also going to be a very good tool for us artists. It's not going to be the end all be all, but like we could use it for marketing. We can use it to, you know, offload some of the administrative stuff that we're doing and make our lives a whole lot easier. So you have to kind of know what's coming. You have to commit to that. You have to learn a little bit, but then you also have to be true to your initial path. It's like, you're not going to be like, I'm a painter for 20 years. You know, I'm an abstract painter. I focus on colorful textured artwork and now I'm an AI digital artist. That's probably not going to work for you. It's probably not going to work for everybody. It might work for some, but it's not going to work for everybody. I think it's important to have the awareness that things are coming down the pike, some things are changing, the industry is changing, and be aware of all these changes and kind of dip your toes in, but don't just 100% go with each trend. It's like, oh, you know, like if you're a painter and you paint abstract work and you know, let's say you do geometrical work and then you find out that like portraiture is selling really well this year and you go, well, I'm not an abstract artist anymore. I'm a portrait artist for a year. And then when the trend changes, now I'm a landscape artist. And now, I'm, you know, it's okay to follow your passion if you want to try different styles like I did. I mean, I went from pop surrealism to abstract art and I committed fully to that. And I still love pop surrealism, but you know, it's something that I made a shift to and I've stuck with for the last, I don't know, 10 years. And it's something that I wanted to do. And it's something that I always wanted to do in the back of my mind, even as I was a pop surrealist. But it's different from saying like, oh, what's the color that's trending right now? Oh, what's the style that's trending right now this month? And then changing your style. And oh, what's the new fancy digital trend? And I'm a digital artist. That's different. Because people are not going to be able to recognize who you are and what your work is if you're just kind of blowing in the wind, you know, whatever, whichever way the wind blows, I'm going. Uh, it's So it's good to have a kind of a balance between being adaptive and also knowing where your destination is and kind of sticking to your guns a little bit. Yeah, another huge one is, and something that's kind of with the current times of the holiday season is gratitude, you know, being grateful for what you have and having abundance, having that mindset of there's so much out there for everybody. There's so much out there for each of us because nothing kills 
an art career, nothing kills like sales, like a competitive, jealous artist, somebody who's just so closed off to other people's success. And when they do something well, you're just like, oh, it should have happened to me. Nothing you know, kills your own success more than that mindset. It really is a rising tides lifts all boats type situation. And it's not something that's always easy, especially when you're starting out, because you know you want to be getting out there. You want to start having the momentum. And if you see other people having the momentum and you see them continuing to sell or get into galleries or be successful in whatever way you want to be successful, it's hard. And yeah, it is one of those things where like you can be a little bit jealous and that can be healthy if you turn that into being something, somebody who's competitive in a good way. Like it gives you fuel for your fire to keep creating and to like, yeah, I'm going to show this person that I can do it too. That's healthy, but you shouldn't be like, oh, secretly wanting somebody to not do well or to like fail in their own career. That's just a really blocking energy and it will end up blocking you. I found that, you know, I've had both. I've been in both scenarios and I got to be honest, (laughs) the first one, did not work for me at all. Even if I had some success, I just wasn't very happy. My happiness was dependent on my success or, you know, if somebody else wasn't doing well either, it kind of made me feel better about myself. But now I'm truly happy when other people do well. And when I see other people, I try to applaud them online. And when I see them be like genuinely happy for them, because I know that means that I also can do it. And I know that it also is just a good energy for me to be in. It's a good frequency to be in. And I end up doing better myself. I end up selling a lot better when I'm in that mindset. And I really, truly feel gratitude and, and, and love for other artists. So that's another big one. And I know we've talked about that a little bit, but that's just one that really bears remembering and reminding yourself over and over and over again. Another one is finding your voice as an artist. And that's different from finding your style. What I mean by that is you can become a person who's like, yeah, you know, I just, I'm a master at like a hopper style uh, landscape. When you see my stuff, when you see my hard edges and my shadows and stuff, and it just really pops out of you. That's great. That's a style. That's also important. But I'm talking about a voice. And that means what is it that you're trying to say with your work? And more importantly, what are you trying to say with your humanity, with your being? What is it about you that needs to come out that you need to express? And, you know, I know with me as an abstract artist, those are just infused with emotion. And some people can't really see it, but I think most people who really get into abstract work, you can feel that energy in everything that's there. You can feel what's been infused there. For me, for example, the last few years, I've done some stuff that's been really an exercise or exorcism of my pain or my the darkness I've been going through. And it's been a wonderful, cathartic expression for me. But it's also, you can see it in there. You can feel it. It's tangible in the work. And it's my hope that that doesn't make people feel bad. It makes people feel the expression, the energy that's coming out and the transmutation that's coming out and actually see hope in my work that someone is, despite being, you know, in a funk or feeling bad or having this chronic pain or being tormented by anxiety and, and trauma and stuff like that, it's, it's actually coming out 
under the canvas and it's a working through process that becomes cathartic for not only the painter or the artist, but also for the viewer saying, yes, we can rise above our conditions and make something beautiful out of it. So that's what I mean by finding your voice. And it doesn't have to be with abstract art. It can be with anything. It can be with photography. It can be with sculpture, textile art, whatever your medium is. You've got to find your voice. You've got to find what you're about, what you want to be expressing. What is it that you're trying to say as a human being? Because if you don't know that, you're going to have a hard time connecting with people because people are really trying to find an authentic voice and they're trying to find something that resonates with them, something that is going to speak to them, that when they have it on their wall or they have it in their home, wherever they display it, it's, there's a story to it. It's something that, you know, not only is there a story maybe from the artist, but there's a story with how they connected with it and what it means to them. That's so important. So finding your voice is key as an artist when you're developing. I don't want to make this too long, and there's so many important things that I've learned over the years, and there's going to be more to come, and a lot of stuff that I'm going to share, but I think we have time for maybe one more uh, that'll be digestible, <laughs> not too much to take on, and that's really mindset. I mean, your mindset is everything. <laughs> I mean, I can't stress that enough. You can be the best artist on the planet. And if your mindset sucks, if you don't get your work out there because you're doubting yourself too much or you have a pessimistic outlook and you're just not getting your work out there, nobody's going to see it. And, you know, this is called the living artist. And even if you have a romantic idea or ideal of some artist that, you know, passed away or, you know, died young and then their art was discovered posthumously and then they became super famous well, that's great, but you want to be around to enjoy your success and you want to be around to enjoy seeing other people resonate with your work and continue to inspire people as you go. So, you know, your mindset is everything. Your mindset is what gets you out of bed in the morning. Your mindset is what keeps you curious and keeps you inspired. Your mindset is what allows you to have an abundance attitude and to have a rising tides lifts all boats mentality. Your mindset is what enables you to put all this into action, your fears, your experiences and transmuting them into your work. Your mindset is what allows you to be grateful and to you know practice gratitude so that you can understand that you're making progress in your own life and that there's beauty out there and that other people are beautiful and other people are doing great stuff and you're doing great stuff and you're connected to that. You know, your mindset is just everything, whether it's Law of attraction, whether you believe in law of attraction, you visualize your work selling and then you put everything into that and you feel that energy flowing through your body and then you see that kind of transpiring in the world or you see it manifesting, you know, uh, as they say in the law of attraction, you see that stuff kind of coming to fruition in your own life and in your own career. All the stuff that you've been envisioning coming into reality is amazing. I've seen that in my own career, in my own life, and it keeps you going. Once you really get into that flow, you just want to keep going because you're like, man, this guy really is the limit. And you start to realize that mindset is everything. And so you start realizing how important it is to cultivate mindset and to get into these best practices that will keep your mindset sharpened like a knife. Like you want to keep sharpening that and getting better and better and better. Uh, so yeah, mindset has got to be on the list. And I think that's enough to talk about for right now. You know, I've done a lot of interviews with a lot of people. I've had a lot of my own experiences and working with people. 
and you know being part of galleries and being part of online art marketplaces and being like an ambassador with art finder and you know interviewing ceos interviewing artists and interviewing creators and gallery owners and not all of them maybe but a lot of these things overlap with people that i have interviewed that are successful also these are all very good practices and i think one of the things that people understand when you're at a high level is that you need to spend some time on yourself and you need to spend some time on getting your mind and your energy right, whether that's a morning practice or a night practice or both or just a full-time thing. If you're not firing on all cylinders, your work is not going to get there. And that's not to be negative. It's just to show you that it's really important to make that one of your practices to keep your mind, body, and spirit going you know, and working together. So hopefully this has been something that you've liked. Thanks so much for sticking around for 200 episodes. I hope to bring you 200 more uh, at least. And uh, yes, I will be getting back into interviews pretty soon. It's just been nice to kind of focus in on some of these little monologue rant solo episodes for a while, but I will definitely be getting back into some of my interviews very soon. It's just been something I like to go with the flow, man. I like to go with the flow, man, and just do what feels right to me. And this is what has felt right to me in this moment. And it's what I felt like was best to actually bring you good content too. So hopefully it is something that has resonated with you. Hope you're doing well. Have a happy holidays. Uh, Thanksgiving if you're in the United States. And, you know, happy holidays in general to people around the world. Reach out to me on social media. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Bye-bye. Huh. Can you believe it? I left something behind. Two, 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 hundred. Ah, for fuck's sake. Can't get, you just get up. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.